Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Wrestlemania week and this is the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our hefty, hefty roundup of this week's news and rumours. I'm Troy, as always, joined by Jay. How are you on this fine morning? I'm, I'm very tired. Uh, my, my sleep pattern is very much in American time at the moment. <laughs> um, having stayed up to watch t- two takeovers and then Smackdown as well. I treated myself last night and I went to bed before midnight. <laughs> See, I, I tried to do that and I couldn't get to sleep. So I went, oh, fuck, I'm just going to stay up and watch Smackdown. <laughs> I was wide awake, so I was like, yeah, no point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, without further ado, let's get into this week's news because there's a hell of a lot to get through. Um, we'll kick yes, up, as boy. always, with some Yes Boy, with some WWE news. Um, Triple H this week uh, spoke to the Pardon My Take podcast. Um, and brought up the process of picking a Hall of Fame class uh, and said that there's a lot of people that put in suggestions on uh, on it within the company. Uh, writing teams, television, production, uh, across the board, there's a lot of people putting input. Uh, then it gets whittled down by different departments until we get to a base of more people uh, than we need. And then Vince makes the final call on where to go from there. To a degree, it's a little of uh, who will get ratings. Uh, Vincent WWE looks at the Hall of Fame as a moment of entertainment. It's not just about who's going to go in at the moment. Uh, it's part of the show. Uh, the sort of who deserves to be in is talked about a lot from everybody else. And Vince takes that as a list and goes through it and figures out how the entertainment component of it works. This guy is dry and this guy is dry too. Let's wait until next year to put this dry guy in to balance it out. Well, <laughs> um, I mean... Yeah. You can see that when, like, there's been certain Hall of Fames where, yeah, just like, what? why is that? Why is why is that there? Yeah, it, even when you look at, like, obviously they did two Hall of Fames this year because, like, last year's got postponed, and you had like the NWO and one Bischoff and another. It's like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, I'd love to see that kind of initial pool of suggestions that are thrown in before it gets whittled down. Because the only thing I've heard, like. Which seems to seems to have like been confirmed a few times is that every single year Stone Cold like sends Vince a text saying Brian Pillman please. Really? Yeah. Which to be <laughs> fair. Wow. Yeah. Brian Pillman absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know there's a lot of complaints this year that like uh Shad didn't get the Warrior Award and Cindy Lauper didn't have an induction, numerous other people. Um I mean, this year's one was stacked, to be fair. It was huge. Um, and I guess, like, kind of putting two like that in. Um, certainly, like, Cindy Lauper arguably should have gone in a while back, but it would have been difficult this year, given how kind of big the list of people already was. You'd want it to be a standout and not just an inclusion for the sake of an inclusion. So, yeah, interesting. Um, but that's that. You mean, like, Shatner? I, yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> And on, on his uh, on his like video package, they just had him singing WWE superstars themes from when he guest hosted Raw. Wow, he did. He did. 
he is he's best mates with Jerry Lawler, isn't he? he? Did like some some stuff with Lawler. I mean, that's not a yeah. good thing, is it? No, God no. <laughs> as as long as they don't share hobbies, it's all right. I think. Yeah. Um, Next. <laughs> um, so yeah, Joe, th- this podcast and and thinking of pr- I'm probably going to try and listen to it because Triple H was very like open about a lot of stuff. Okay. Which you don't normally get from Triple H, like. Mm. Um, there's two things I didn't put in my notes, but he said he, he revealed that he'd been speaking to CM Punk about a return two years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. And he said it was more the Punk didn't really, wasn't really interested, but he'd, he'd approached Punk, he said. Um, wow. For, for, uh, he didn't go into specifics about it, but it was like, yeah, I spoke to him. Um, Fair play. And then he also said that WWE are back in talks with Gronk about coming back, which... That's truth. Um, but he, he also was talking about... Um, he brought up Bad Bunny, and okay. he revealed that Bad Bunny actually bought, uh, rented a house in Orlando and moved his entire like operation to that like house so he could be close to the tra- uh, performance centre to train every day. Damn. And he's been training with Adam Pearce and Drew Gulak for this WrestleMania match and really taking it seriously. Fair play. And Triple H said, like, he really, he's not seeing anyone with that work ethic. He was like, can't just come in for like a one match thing before. Yeah, yeah. Fair so, play. Good on him. Potentially, Bad Bunny could be a, <laughs> quite good tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In theory. <laughs> I mean, who set the bar the highest with those kind of one off celebrities? But like, uh, what's it called? Stephen Amell was quite good. Stephen Amell. Obviously. But he's wrestled a couple of matches now. So, yeah. And he's like, He's doing that TV series about wrestling with um, Punk. With Punk, yeah, yeah. yeah. Punk, did you see the picture Punk put on Twitter? From that? Yeah. <laughs> as, as a policeman, I was like, "That's fucking brilliant." <laughs> and then, obviously, uh, Pat McAfee. I'd say McAfee and Amel are like the two top ones, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So the bar is set high. Maria Menounos was okay. Oh yeah, yeah. She's just quite annoying, so that's why it wasn't like. That's why she wasn't better. She <laughs> <laughs> just annoys me a lot. <laughs> well, that'd be interesting. Um, and fair play yeah. to him. That's committing to it, isn't it? I mean, I get, he's yeah. a huge wrestling fan anyway, and so this will probably be a dream come true for him. So if he's going to do it, he thinks I'm I'm going to go all in and sort of do it. So fair play to him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Mustafa Ali told the Metro. Um, there's in the Metro, the newspaper, the Metro, uh, mm-hmm. that the original plan for him at WrestleMania was to have a match with Kofi Kingston. This would have resulted in Retribution splitting up at the show of shows. Um, we'd spoken about this a couple of weeks ago because they'd split them up early because Ali was working with an injury and was potentially going off to get that sorted, but then didn't because he was on Raw the following week. And the reason that they did the split earlier was because because they were sending him off for surgery, they couldn't do it at Mania. But it's weird because it seems that if he has gone off for surgery, then he's made a miraculous recovery within a week or he's not had it. So that seems like a bit of a waste. It would have been nice to have that kind of breakup happen at Mania with a crowd and a bit more of a, I don't know, an atmosphere behind it. But and I, him against Kofi Kingston, I'm sure, would have been fantastic. Yeah, that would have been a really good match. Because they, they were planting the seeds for it before Elimination Chamber as well, mm. weren't they? And then Kofi got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's a shame. Like, Ali's had, like, a really good year as far as... Yeah. He's been handed some absolute shags and he's managed to make it, like, mm. work to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
he's had some pretty good matches as well. Yes. And I I think it was a case I, I reckon Retribution would have been absolutely shit all over if they were in front of a live crowd. Mm. That's the point. They've so, not been in front of a live crowd yet, have they? So I think they were kind of panicking. That being said, neither of the hair business and that they would have probably got like biggest pop. Her business night. would have got a massive pop. Which is why the Vince probably broke them up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cheer the heels. Yeah. Um moving on anyway. Uh Xavier Woods is gonna host a video game tournament with WWE superstars on on G4 TV that will air in autumn. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's kinda like what he does with um with up, up, down, down. Anyway, isn't it? He's yeah, gonna. Yeah. They're gonna be making an announcement regarding that this afternoon because they're doing the up, up, down, down WrestleMania tournaments. Sweet. Um, that they do every year. So, yeah, that I'd be intrigued to see what they do because obviously he got announced for it, but he's not really done much other than like play Among Us with them a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sticking on that, it's a little bit further down the list, but it segues in nicely. Uh, WWE 2K has said that there will be a special announcement during WrestleMania. So I imagine that's the next 2K wrestling game. So they said they were taking a year or yeah. two out, didn't they? They did. So that'll be interesting to see what th- that is. Um, I'd laugh so much if the trailer froze. Oh, mate. <laughs> so much. If, if anything goes wrong with that announcement trailer, I will laugh my ass off. <laughs> but I do want it to be good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For streaming purposes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, moving on, anyway, the Observer have said that uh, WWE didn't mandate any quant- quarantine for wrestlers leading to WrestleMania this week, but some wrestlers have chosen to do so on their own, do so on their own out of an abundance of caution. Um, I'm surprised, like... I'm surprised they didn't put something in there. I'm, well, to be honest, I'm more surprised that they haven't, like got all the wrestlers organized to be vaccine vaccinated for that yeah. would have seemed like the logical thing yeah yeah with america it's a bit different to here whereas whereas like here for example for anyone who doesn't know you just kind of wait until you get your number pulled yeah um it's like a raffle it yes really is like <laughs> yeah it, it was meant to be done by age group and then there's people who are younger than me getting it now and i'm like well, yeah yeah fuck. fuck's going on yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but in in America, it's pretty much you, you pay for it, so I think mm-hmm. you can get like you, there's still a bit of a wait, but you can still get access. So the the time they've had since the vaccine started getting rolled out, they could have quite easily got Absolutely. like people vaccinated. Yeah, but who knows? Mental. Who know? Who knows what Vince thinks about the, all of this? <laughs> um, very quiet about it. <laughs> yeah, not vocal at all. Um, yeah. Moving on, uh, this is this absolutely befuddled me. Um, WWE have now. You remember when he pulled every, Vince pulled everyone from Cameo and from Twitch and said you can't go on those, you can't make any additional money, not at all. You'll be fired otherwise. This week, WWE announced a partnership with Cameo for WrestleMania. Fuck me, dead. 25 superstars yeah. including uh, will be included with prices ranging from 150 to $500. Um, there was a quick list, a rundown through who's on there. It's Daniel Bryan. It also, uh, that's what, what I forgot to put in that note, is that it's limited to 15 per superstar. 
and it's first come, first serve. What, they can only do 15 cameo appearances? 15 cameos. What the f... So it's like, it's like WWE trying to fucking really, like, get people hyped up for it. Bang wow. Wow. Mm. I mean, if it wasn't shit already, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan at $400. WWE champion Bobby Lashley at $200. Drew McIntyre, $250. Alexa Bliss, $400. Randy Orton, $500. Rhea Ripley, $150. Raw Women's Champion Asuka, $200. Seth Rollins, 400. Cesaro, 200. John Morrison, 200. Miz, 250. Damian Priest, 150. AJ Styles, 400. Amas, 150. Sweat McMahon, $500. How are you going to pick, get people to charge, like to pay $500 for Sweat McMahon? Why, why are Over you charging your... double what Drew's getting for Shane? It's mental. More, More than, than your WWE what... champion. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. More than... More than double what um, Bianca Belair, who's in the main event of night one, is unbelievable. Uh, Braun Strowman, 250, Kevin Owens, 250, Sami Zayn, 200. I bet he's well pissed about that. Uh, Bianca Belair, 200, Apollo Crews, 200, uh, Big E, 250, uh, Woods and Kingston, 250. I, I imagine Big E's more pissed, yeah. Because yes. he was charging $60 per one and getting fucking loads for it, wasn't he? Jesus, yeah. Seamus, 250 and Riddle, 200 Uh That's that's disgusting. It's it's not nice, is it? It no. is a bit... I, it's a, well, I say it's a bit... It's very exploitative that they'd tell a the talent they can't do it, but then go, oh, but we'll do it with you. Yeah. We'll get you to do it as part of your contract and we'll yeah. make all the money off it. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a little cut. It's fucking oh, it's appalling. It's yeah, it's it's a it's shit like this that really like makes you think fucking LWB, come on. Mm. You're better yeah. than this. Yeah. Well, well are, you, are you? Are <laughs> 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 um, you? So yeah, um moving on anyway from the the shady business practices. WrestleVotes has tweeted that the original idea prior to the women's tag team turmoil match being decided on was to have the annual women's battle royal where the final two would be the winners and form a tag team the next night to face Shayna and Nia. I mean, you could have done that and you could have reunited the Iconics. Yeah. That, they, that would have been could, happy for everyone. Yeah. They could have even done that and like, I mean, uh, as I said, I said on um, the main event podcast we were on yesterday, um, Bailey and Charlotte Flair both on, on WrestleMania, which yeah. whatever you think of both of them, they're still big fucking draws. Like yeah, they're, of course. They're still big stars. Yeah. They're still gonna add star power to it. Why not of why not even even like add them as like a, a mystery team to this mm-hmm. tag team table? And they might like um something that we I didn't put in the notes is that Becky Lynch has been heavily, heavily teasing. Dirty little she, troll. No she's gonna show up this weekend. I'm not um, trusting anything she says. She no. did that thing last time where she took a picture of like, was it the gorilla position or something like that? That uh, was when Seth came back at the rumble, wasn't it? Yeah. Just stop pissing about Becky. I'd rather you not say anything. It'd be a surprise that you fucking dangled a carrot. I mean, she's <laughs> absolutely going to show up this weekend or on the road after. Yeah. Or SmackDown after. More likely SmackDown. I've, I I've got a theory. 
I've got a theory that because yeah, because because I thought she's going to show up on SmackDown. I've got a theory that she's going to like do a Ronda Rousey after um after the Bianca Sasha match, or or like maybe something a bit nicer, which would just be like special ring announcer for the Sasha Bianca one, and then yeah, yeah. come down the point, little... come down the point at the SmackDown sign. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it, like it, it'd be quite cool if she did like guest ring announcer for Sasha and Bianca, and then like I was as like a little stare down with the winner. That'd be cool. That'd be cool because right it doesn't it doesn't overshadow the winner's moment too much, mm. and then we've got like the tease for like what's coming next. Yeah, yeah. Bianca wins. Sasha goes to NXT, faces Mako Satamora. Everybody wins. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, boy. <laughs> moving on, according to PW Insider, WWE Money in the Bank will be held on Sunday, May the sixteenth, and WWE Backlash will take place on Sunday, June the twentieth. Both shows are scheduled to take place at the WWE Thunderdome inside the Youngling Center in Tampa, Florida. Here's an early prediction for you. Kevin Owens, Money in the Bank winner. Do you think? After a little tease on Talking Smack the other week, where he was saying to Paul Heyman uh, something along the lines of, there's, there's a pay-per-view coming up. He was like, once I'm done with this match with Sammy or something, he said, there's a pay-per-view coming up. I can't remember what it's called. It's... Involves, involves like a briefcase or money or something like that. And Heyman's like, money in the bank. He's like, ah, that's it. Money in the bank. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm put, that's my prediction for now. You're, you're, you're like literally going in on that already. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're almost a month away from it and you're, you're already going in. Whole yeah. hog. That's it. Full um, hog, man. Yeah. No messing. Fair enough. <laughs> um, fair enough. Money in the bag will be, obviously they won't be doing, well, I say obviously, I mean, they're recording it at the, uh, at the, the place in Tampa. Um, yeah, they're not doing, not and they doing won't be doing HQ this year. Yeah, they won't be doing that, that corporate, which it was a cool idea. It was a fun idea. Um, didn't go down well with everyone, but still, uh, but yeah, hopefully um, it should be fun. I always like money in the bank. It's yeah. Other than like your big four pay per views, it's probably my other favorite one. Well, they Just, class it like they class it as like the fifth of like the, they call it the big five now, and they class that as like the fifth big one. Yeah, yeah. Even it's, even it's, though it's like straight after WrestleMania now. Hmm. I mean, it 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 makes sense because it's it's the only other like big impactful pay per view. Like obviously, the Rumble's impactful in a, the winner goes to Mania. And Mania is always the big one. It's their biggest show. And it kind of, after that, it sort of resets things for the year. But Money in the Bank, whoever wins that, that's something that you keep your eye on the whole year because they potentially have that championship match whenever they want. Um, yeah, as, as long as they don't like just fucking cheers it away like they did this year. Mm. I think, I imagine, well, you'd hope that they'd listen to a lot of the backlash from last year. No pun intended. Uh, backlash from last year and will think sensibly about who they put on this time round and not just uh well I, it to Otis I mean and then Alistair Black ideas. was like the most logical choice to yeah. put it on last year. Absolutely made all the sense in the world and yeah. then Vince laughed because Otis was fat and like covered himself in ba- in bacon grease or whatever and here we are. Fucking nonsense. Yep. Um speaking of nonsense I thought I thought Aaron would put this in and asked them, and you said no, it was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dolph, uh, the 
WWE on Fox account tweeted, who do you want to see in the hall, headline the Hall of Fame next year? And Dolph Ziggler replied with a picture of Scott Steiner. <laughs> Thing, <laughs> things that should but will never happen. Um, <laughs> Scott Steiner's blacklisted from WWE, isn't he? So, <laughs> I, 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 Dolph, Dolph's been really like skating the line on like his Twitter. Like obviously, mm. obviously there was like the whole thing where we we were hearing they weren't allowed to um, promote like certain things or interact with certain people. Yeah, Dolph, Dolph's brothers in AEW and Dolph's been like literally tweeting out pictures of him going like with with the AEW graphic on and everything. Yeah, yeah, Dolph, yeah. What's this? Uh, Dolph Ziggler fraud. It's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she, and like editing the picture like the picture so it's like a really unflattering picture of his brother on like the graphic <laughs> and it's like what are you doing Dolph you're going to get yourself in so much trouble <laughs> maybe that's what he wants maybe he wants out maybe he wants to pursue his stand up career I'm, I mean the, the way his fucking career has gone in WWE I don't blame him <laughs> moving on Big E mentioned in a midweek interview uh, as a Wednesday those involved and in WWE had no idea what a Nigerian drum fight was it was specific. Me and you both, mate. It wasn't specified that it was pitched, um, put forth, or put on television. What it was, uh, we were told ideas were even being tossed around as of tapings that happened on April the first and second. But by the time those tapings were complete, there was still no firm plan in place as to what the match even is. It's just going to be a no DQ, isn't it? They'll probably it's have not- like some decorative bits around the ring, but it's just going to be a no DQ. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Because if there was any, if it was different, like very different to any other match, they'd have given that information beforehand. I mean, it's not like WWE to put a, put an idea for a match together and uh, not have a fucking clue how they're going to do it, is it? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's it's like when they do like the fucking what was it, Miragon Thirty Fourth Street Fight. Uh, it's just a street fight. You've just put some silly name before it. It's still just a street fight. Yeah. Like all of these matches, like a street fight, a no DQ, false count anywhere, no holes, but they're all just a no DQ match. You're just giving it a different name. Yeah. It'd be cool if like, because obviously, obviously Apollo was like saying like, it's like that because you're hitting each other hard. It's like the beat, it's in beat with the drums. Oh, because no. Because they guys with like drums around the ring. But oh, then- no. I, I know what's going to happen. You know that you know they've been chiming in train noises for Braun. We're gonna get the sounds of fucking Nigeria. Um, it's gonna sound uh, like the Lion King. It's gonna be ridiculous. They're gonna be chiming in like fucking just cheap, Africa by Toto playing. Africa by Toto. Just in- <laughs> oh I, I, god. <laughs> I still like the idea that you pitched there last week, where it was just like do a cinematic match like Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, it's have them fight on top of waterfall. Have Apollo throw Biggie off the waterfall at the end of the match. <laughs> <laughs> That's the finish. Uh, so it's after, fine. They threw they threw Ray off a building last year. They can throw Biggie yeah. down a waterfall and bring him back. It'd be fine. <laughs> after that promo where this week Biggie's absolutely not losing. Really? Ab- absolutely not losing. No chance, but strange things have happened and but yep. it's WWE, so I could be very wrong. <laughs> um, moving on anyway, WWE's Chief Revenue Officer, Nick Khan, no relation to Tony, has said that Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch will be coming back at some point, and Becky will be back very soon. Um, this weekend, so probably. There's, there's a few things floating. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's a few things floating around as well about Ronda, where um, a contract 
was meant to expire this week. Okay. Um, but the plan was always for it to come back for WrestleMania in LA. So whether they've mm. agreed something with it for it to come back next year at WrestleMania, oh, sorry, two years at WrestleMania. Two years, I say, yeah, next year's Dallas, isn't it? Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, but we'll see. Huh. We will indeed. Um, next up, Stephanie McMahon told the Bill Simmons podcast that Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair will in fact be the main event of WrestleMania night one. Um, great stuff as it should be. Um, yeah. Phil they also Lindsay... announced on SmackDown last night that Drew and Bobby's opening. Ah, nice. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. It would have been nice as a surprise if that had opened. Uh, so I think it was kind of like a foregone conclusion, wasn't it? There was a lot of talk about mm. that first like entrance. That the first entrance is going to get like the biggest pop of the night, probably. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. one of the biggest pops of the night. Let's hope um, the crowd trolls it and they just stay silent and sit on their hands. <laughs> I, I, as much as much as I love Drew, I, I'd I'd quite like it if Bobby Lashley got a, a bigger pop because he he's been fucking phenomenal this year. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an interesting one. I think that's that's a big worry for for WWE. I've seen a few things kind of them being like, oh, we don't know how crowds are going to react. Oh, we don't want them to boo or cheer this person. Like, just, they're a crowd. Well, These are the same people that still chant CM Punk and he's been yeah. gone for the company years. Like, they'll chant what they want. What does it matter? They're there and they're enjoying it. Just fucking crack did, on. Did you see um, Did you see Seth Rollins' comments about that? No. Go Wait. on. It's like, come on. He's, he made a good point as well. I felt bad for him, but it was like, he, he just like really at the same time was just come across as a bit of a dickhead where he's like, I, I like the Thunderdome. It means like we don't have fans trying to sabotage the show. Wow. <laughs> he said, it means I can get through a promo without fans starting to chance CM Punk at me. Fucking hell. <laughs> I was like, oh. Jesus, where? You can't be saying that, Seth, you fucking idiot, because <laughs> yeah. you know for a fact what's going to happen now when the mm. fans are back. Yeah, you're fucked, mate. Maybe that's what he wants. Maybe that's why he did it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's great news. Um, Sasha and yeah. Bianca Belair headlining that. Absolutely deservedly so for many, many reasons. So yeah, very mm. happy with that. Well, I I still think, the like, and I know next year they're not going to do two-night mania, which is shit, because... I don't know. No, the the battle one night next year. They said, "Oh, okay." Um, I think it was just two night because it was like limited capacity. So next year is going to be like another mm. seven hour slot. extravaganza. Un- unless unless someone manages to convince Vince otherwise in like the next twelve months, mm. um, which I I still think two nights the way to go. Yeah, I much prefer like, two nights. Yeah. It it worked like it worked with Wrestle Kingdom. That like, mm-hmm. not that that feels like a slog. Whenever like when it was just one night and it was like a five six hour show, it felt like it breezed by. But yeah. it, it that's what I mean. Like with WrestleMania, it doesn't does it because it's mm-hmm. just like here's another match. Oh, here's some filler for you. Christ, here's, yeah. Here's another match. Here's a little bit more filler. Oh look, here's some <laughs> legends that we've not seen for years. <laughs> here's Flow Rider. It's just all. <laughs> It's just like with with WrestleMania, it's just because they stack, try and stagger it so much and stretch it out. Yeah. They have Rock setting fire to his name and shit like that. It's just like <laughs> it it, just, it gets to the point like when it's a big long show, there's just a slogger. They, mm. they, they just need to keep it to, like two nights, and then after winner of the Women's Rumble, 
main event one night, the winner of the men's rumble, main event the other. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. We've done it really good this year, I think, for that. Yeah. Um, moving on to some NXT news now. Dear old Davey Meltzer has said that after leaving Stardom this past week, he believes that B. Priestley is going to be heading to NXT UK. Interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, they've already got a stacked women's division. Yeah, man. Wouldn't hurt to add one more. Um, That's pretty cool if it happens. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's uh, had some pretty good matches on the indies with like some of the people there. So She's yeah. um, Osprey's partner, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, moving on. Speaking of NXT UK, Mark Henry told BT Sports that he would like to face NXT UK champion Walter. Uh, Henry said, I feel like Walter is the cream of the crop. I think Walter should be a world champion in the next two to three years. If he stays healthy and he wants to get better, you'll see Walter as a world champion. I agree, mate. Uh, Mark Henry also went on to say, uh, I want to have one more match before I completely say I will never wrestle again. And Walter is one of those guys that may need to be put in the Hall of Pain to be tempered by that fire. Te- uh, tempered by that fire. Uh, that could make him a champion. Uh, sorry, yeah, tempered by that fire. Um, I'm saying that I think that would be a good fantasy warfare match. If it happens, it would be because Walter called me out and because he's an active current talent. It's not up to me. I still have my wrestling boots. Oh, I would love that. I match. would love that big, match. Big wow. taste. This hustle arm would break if that match happened. <laughs> um, I, I, I'd love that. It'd be so, it'd be so good. Um, yeah. Give us, give us Volta versus Mark Henry. You cowards. More, more to the point <laughs> because Volta said he's gone back. He's gone back to Germany, and I'm hoping that's not true. Just have Volta come out and like squash you. Ever wins uh, the WWE title. Mm. On, on the road after Mania. Yes. Just, or, or even just, just like, I've, I've like Drew celebrating because it's WWE. They're absolutely putting that belt on Drew. Yeah. Um, I've Drew celebrating and then, and then just Drew panic. <laughs> Balls to come out and chop his heart out his body and say, this is a Survivor Series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Murder him. Um, staying on the subject of um, everyone's new favourite wrestler, Volta, well, what we've known for fucking ages. Um, <laughs> his original NXT UK Championship belt was returned to him this week after being stolen um, in t- December 2019 from Timothy Thatcher's rental car. No way. Um, so I remember reading about this. He, Volta was doing like an Evolve show or something and he got like his bag stolen, which had his gear in and um, his uh, NXT UK title. So he had to end up wrestling in a pair of uh, Timothy Thatcher's shorts. No um, way. And barefoot as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been amazing to see. Just yeah, man. Like full MMA get up. But also, <laughs> imagine if that person got caught. Christ, yeah. Walter and Timothy Thatcher, like they must have balls the size of space hoppers. <laughs> Jesus, where? Um, a, fan bought, a fan bought the belt for $30 in Chicago and contacted Walter for offering to return it. Walter, um, uh, the, the guy posted the DMs as well. Volta mm. like me. Like, oh, thank you so much. Volta <laughs> um, offered to him. Um, oh, sorry. Volta then sent a custom designed NXT UK Championship signed by himself, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels to the fan as a thank oh, you for. Oh. That is wholesome as fuck. That. Yes, it is. That's lovely stuff. I, I kind of want Volta to bring back that old belt because I, I prefer it. 
because mm. I don't really like the NXT UK logo on the middle of it. Of it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The OG one was just so much nicer. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, moving on, Gable Stevenson appeared at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2 um, with Stephanie McMahon and that awfully awkward smile. How was it that Phil described it? As a grimace. A grimace. It's like her mouth smiling, but her brain saying no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Gable Stevenson appeared at night two of Stand and Deliver. Um, however, he hasn't signed anything yet. Triple H said that Gable and his dad were attending NXT and WrestleMania as guests of the company, and they will be holding discussions about his future. His older brother, Bobby, is already signed to WWE. I mean, yeah. I don't care about that. If they don't give me Gable and Gable as a tag team, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, the Stevenson brothers sounds like a sounds like a pretty badass tag team. So, sounds like the Steiner brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They could be like new Steiner brothers. Um, Gable Stevenson did a, in, an interesting interview um, with Cultaholic this week as well. Okay, um, and he he, he seemed he, he seems like pretty much seems pretty much like guaranteed he's going to the WWE at this point like yeah. from what you were saying he was like I'm focusing on the Olympics and then I'm pretty much open to anything but that's where I want to go awesome. um, because he, he didn't he didn't rule out like AEW or UFC or even playing like in the NFL he was like this this is what I want to do this is like what my kind of my dream is but we'll see what happens I mean that's it's pretty cool his brother's already there it's a foregone it makes it? sense doesn't it yeah yeah um, and he's a Paul Heyman guy. Also makes sense. Yeah. Um, Paul so, Heyman building a little stable. Well, he, Paul Heyman, um, when they announced the last NXT class, he like kind of picked out uh, he picked out Bobby Stevenson, um, Parker Boudreau, and Bronson Rex Steiner, which is Rick Steiner's son. Oh, yeah. Um, thick as boys. Like, <laughs> as like the ones to watch, and then he was like, and, and I, I'm not even so I'm not even brought up uh, Gable's younger brother Bobby. Also, oh, Bobby's younger, <laughs> younger brother Gable's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. yeah, moving on to AEW anyway. Now, um, Dax the Axe Harwood of FTR is currently working with an elbow injury. Um, his left, uh, his left elbow's been injured for around six weeks, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. And there's no word on how he suffered the injury or if he'll need surgery. It was taped up at the re um, as recent as when FTR and Sean Spears defeated Dante Martin and the Varsity Blondes in late March on AEW Dynamite. Um, Harwood continued to work because it was really important for him to not miss out on teaming with uh, Tully Blanchard back on the March 3rd show in that match against uh, Jurassic Express. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, looking at the brain busters he's been pulling off, you wouldn't know he's got a dodgy elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Been pulling off some absolutely beautiful brain busters on people. <laughs> get well soon, hopefully. Get that worked on. Yes, boy. Um, what we got next? We got some results a from AW. Mm -hmm. The house always wins. Uh, this is a, a pre-tape show. It was there. Well, they said it wasn't getting taped, but then there was absolutely stuff getting taped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether they're gonna release it like later on in like down the line mm -hmm. um because there, there was a bit of storyline stuff i don't know whether the like there was a few things he did to continue storylines i don't know whether it was just like there to kind of as i say 
just get a bit of footage for mm. Dynamite this week or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Butcher won a battle royal to earn a shot at the TNT champion Darby Allen later in the night. Um, the pinnacle, which was MJF. So I've seen conflicting reports about this match, so I'm not too sure. So uh, the pinnacle, which was MJF, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood defeated Jurassic Express, which was Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt is what I've got here. Mm. But then on a few t- different Twitters, um, Sean's, they were saying Sean Spears was in the match as well. And it was actually Luch- Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Dante Martin and Christopher Daniels. And there was a picture of all four of them entering together. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I just had, I just copied and pasted results uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very quickly. Um, Jade Cargill defeated uh, Raker Tahaka, who I'm not heard of, but I saw a picture of her and she looked awesome. Cool. She had like, she had like a weird face paint all over. She looked like she could be in a, she looked like uh, she, I don't know, it's dead weird to describe. Like, I love a look. It, yeah, it was like it was like all markings down one side of her face. It looked mental, but cool. Um, oh yeah, yeah, she does look pretty cool. That's a cool. Yeah, one. Uh, Britt Baker cut a promo. I don't know what the specifics was of that. Um, we had a Duval street fight, whatever that is. Probably just a street fight. I'm guessing Duval something to do with Jacksonville. Um, ah, probably. And Cody Rhodes defeated Aaron Solo of QT Marshall's The Factory. Um, faction uh, after the match Anthony Agogo attacked Cody and put him through a table nice yeah top lad Anthony Agogo um, and the best friends which was Chuck Taylor um, Trent and Orange Cassidy defeated TH2 which was Jack Evans and Helico and um, also Max Caster of um, the acclaimed oh, also, yeah. <laughs> also Max Caster tried to have a rap battle with Orange Cassidy and it- <laughs> It went exactly how uh, you'd imagine it. <laughs> um, Eddie Kingston defeated Caesar Bononi. Um, Ty Conti, Rio Mizunami, Red Velvet, and Hikaru Shida defeated Britt Baker, Rebel, Nyla Rose, and the Bunny. Um, we got and this one was really interesting. This next one because it was a ten, a ten man tag match, but a surprise little surprise debut for AEW on there. Uh, so. The Seidel Brothers and Death Triangle, um, which obviously packed Phoenix and Pentadel Zero M, defeated Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Michael Nakazawa, and Konsuki Takashita from DDT Pro, who has never appeared for AW before. And okay. The internet lost an absolute fucking mind when he just <laughs> appeared when he when he just came out with Kenny during his entrance. Awesome. Um, That's pretty cool. So yeah, um, maybe he's gonna show up. Also, I'm quite surprised that Rio is an army still in the US as well. I thought she was on the over for uh, just for Rebel. the tournament. Not yeah, for so Irish, it's cool. That, it's cool that she's um, cool that she's still there because she big tasty loves her. She, yeah, yeah. She's very good. Uh, and in the main event, uh, Darby Allen defeated the Butcher after the match. The Dark Order um, helped clear the ring when um, the Mahadis. Uh, the Hardy family office, sorry, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to attack Derby after the match. Yeah. Sounded like a pretty decent show. Yeah, man. Look forward to when that eventually airs or shown or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
Moving on, according to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Arne Anderson's son Brock and Taz's son Hook have been working matches prior to the AEW TV tapings as they try to train as much as possible. Uh, prior to anything being taped, they work in the ring during the afternoon hours and veterans like Arne, Jake Roberts and Dustin Rhodes and others help them out. Tully Blanchard has also been spotted joining in at times and the trainers tell them what they uh, what went right, how to improve and they were both trained at the Nightmare Factory. That's pretty cool. I, I hope all that Arn's doing to train his son is teaching him how to spine buster. Yeah, that's all he needs that's to do. All, all I want him to do, <laughs> spine busters and clotheslines. <laughs> <laughs> and Taz's son just to suplex people. Yeah, I, I mean, it, a, lot of, a lot of people are kind of like, poo-pooed on the idea of AEW bringing in all these veterans but when you hear stuff like this it's a really good move yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it is a really true move to have like like a, the wealth of knowledge and guys like Jake Roberts who's like an incredible psychology guy yeah man um, Arn Anderson Dustin Rhodes and Tully Blanchard they were all really good like technical wrestlers yeah um, you've also got Jerry Lynn in there and Dean Malenko as well oh who are, Jerry Lynn who, also, but two really good technical wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's really good to see. Um, Brock Brock Anderson literally looks like Arm from the eighties. Yeah, he does. So like, identical. It, yeah, and Hook from what I've seen. Um, oh shit! Yeah, of course Taz is there as well. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, yeah. They brought in Sting and Christian as well. Now we're going to be imparting the knowledge. Really good. Really Bad. good move in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Hook. When, whenever you've seen whenever you've seen him get a physical hooks looking pretty good mm -hmm. um, he did he did try and bust out a Taz mission on it was either Darby or Sting in the, um, their street fight which I, I marked out for a lot <laughs> <laughs> going ah oh, Hook's doing his dad's move um, <laughs> and Finalamont um, for AW anyway because there's a shit ton of rest of the world stuff mm -hmm. um, and the stuff I've not even put in here with that happened last night <laughs> Chris Jericho recently mentioned on Talk is Jericho that the TNT network wasn't happy with Sting's surprise debut on Dynamite in December um, because the network prefers ratings over surprises that's why uh, Paul, Paul White signing was announced ahead of time on social media and why they teased Christian as a mystery signing on um, Dynamite um, an odd decision or an I, odd like we don't want surprise like People pop for surprise. Like that's one thing you don't get that much at all yeah. in wrestling now is surprises. Why would you not want that? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, before NXT, before like the NXT move was properly announced, you like struggle to watch both on a Wednesday, didn't you? But yeah. then you check it out because Sting was literally because Sting was yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I did. Like that. That's what I mean. Like Pete. Like that's that's like a. Obviously, that's just an, one example, but with a point I'm trying to make there is people were probably more inclined to check it out and go, oh, well, I'd at least like to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. And watch that, like, segment than they are to just not not watch the show at all. Um, I don't know. I think I think the surprise that AEW busted out, like, at the end of last year, like, some of them were absolutely amazing. Like, mm. e even going back with Mahito at Revolution, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. When, they, when they've done sur surprises, they've done it so well. That. I, as long as the balance in it, it's all good, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, moving on to the, the rest, rest of the world. The world. Um, 
it was revealed that the winner of the New Japan Cup USA will be crowned the first ever New Japan Strong Neverweight Open Champion. God, that's a mouthful. Uh, the belt was designed by Dave Marquez, who designed the IWGP Heavyweight Championship version 3 and is ring announcer for NWA. It was created uh, by Belts by Dan, who also made the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship belt. Uh, the participants will be Filthy Tom Lawler, uh, Renderita, uh, Hikulio, uh, Clark Connors, Fred Rosser, Chris Dickinson, Brody King, and Leo Rush. That sounds like yeah. it'll be fun. They did the first round last last night. I'm just trying to find out who actually uh, who actually won. Oh, okay. Because every Friday uh, is strong. I just realised when. I forgot to put the results in to see where we are. Um, but yeah, it's it's like some of the guys, like Leo Rush, um, has been absolutely killing it, hasn't he, at the moment? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise um, me if he wins that. Um, I don't know. It's New Japan, so they're probably... I'm trying to think, because I'm, I'm not overly familiar with Strong, because I don't watch it like regularly. Mm. But... What I do know is that um, they're, they're very like Leo Rush is a guy they just kind of bring in here and there. Whereas, oh, okay, there's a, a few others there who've sort of been about. Okay, so Filthy Tom Lawler beat Ren Narita and Hikaleu defeated Fred Rosser, Brody King defeated Chris Dickinson. And I didn't see if there was a Leo one. Oh, and Leo defeated Croc. Uh, Clark Connors okay. out of them I reckon it's probably going to be Brody King yeah yeah he seems like the guy they've been really really pushed but then they've been pushing the shit out of Filthy Tom Lawler as well mm-hmm. um, on the subject of New Japan Strong uh, John Moxley called out Yuji Nagata as his next challenger for the IWGP US Championship um, and it seems as if Yuji Nagata has accepted nice Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Uh, Moving on, there were two major title changes at New Japan uh, Secure Genesis. Will Ospreay beat Kota Ibushi to become the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He's the first ever British champion. Um, That was, for me, a massive shock. Um, I know Aaron doesn't shut up about Ospreay, uh, and it wouldn't have come as a surprise to him, but... Yeah, considering Abushi only won that like a matter of months ago, had only just unified the belts. Yeah. It's, it's mad. So the the thing which was quite surprising for me was the unifying part. Like that his first defense after unifying them, he'd mm. lost. Them. Um that being said, when Naito originally unified the belts, he literally held it for like I think it was like three months and then he lost it. And then oh. and then he won it he won it back. Um, and yeah, um, interesting. It, New New Japan, it's weird. Like they, they do it a lot. Um, so when Naito, when Naito, obviously I've just been talking about Naito losing it. Then when he did lose the um, the two belts to Evil, Evil lost it back to Naito in his first defense. Oh, and like that, it it seems to be quite a weird like little trope they do in New Japan where. The, if they crown a new champion, like if their first reigns never always that impressive, like mm. they'll 
like AJ Styles as well. He came in, he beat Okada for the belt, dropped the ba- dropped it back like a month later. Mm-hmm. Um, same same with um, same with Jay White when he won it, he he beat um, Tanahashi for it and dropped it back to Okada like a month later. Um, the only person re- in recent memory that hasn't had that treatment other than Abushi was Kenny Omega, who got like a really lengthy reign out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it's weird. I, I I honestly don't know where they're going with this. So um, th- there is uh, a couple of things to add here, which in regards to the next show, which we'll go into in a minute, because mm-hmm. um, there was like another little bit on the end of that. In well, pink. another t- two little bits on the end of that to cover first. Yeah. But um, that is uh, Rapongi 3K defeated Suzuki Goon for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Uh, Also on the event was... uh, uh, How do you pronounce that? Toa Toa Hanare. Now going by the name of Aaron Hanare, was revealed as the new member of the United Empire. If Aaron's going to lose his shit over the fact there's a guy in the United Empire called Aaron now. (laughs) It's not spelt the same, is it? No. I mean, it's not spelled, no one spells a name like that because they're not fucking... What? O-O-R-A-N? Uran. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I was quite surprised about that because he hadn't he hadn't really been doing anything to Hanari. He was like mm. kind of just... He was just tagging with like guys like... Like being like just making up numbers and teams with Tanahashi and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like, oh, there we go. Um, but yeah, in, very interesting. Um I'm I'm intrigued to see where they're going with this faction. Like after after Osprey beat Abushi, uh, Jeff Cobb came out and absolutely murdered Abushi with a tour of the islands. Mm. Um, but then Abushi seems to not be booked for anything after this month. So who knows? Mm. Uh, speaking of which, uh, New Japan have revealed the wrestling Dontaku night one and two cards. It's going to be two nights this year because. It got cancelled last year. Um, uh, so for night one, uh, we've got Toriyano, Hiroshi Tenzan, Tiger Mask, and Master Watto versus the Bullet Club. So Evil Yujiro, Takashi, Taiji Ishimori, and uh, Dick Togo. Um, Akada and Rapongi 3K versus uh, Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, Shingo, well, basically LIJ versus the United Empire. Was that, pr- that one pretty much yeah. just? All of LNJ versus all the United Empire. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tangaloa. Um, Taichi versus Tang- Tamatonga in a ladder match for the Iron Fingers. Nice. Um, it's also only the second ladder match New Japan's ever had. What? Yeah. They they don't really do like gimmick matches and stuff like that. Like, they, wow. They've only ever had like a handful of like triple threat and fatal four-way matches as well. No way. Um, and the main event, it will be uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defending the Never Open Weight title against Jay White. That'll be good. That'll be really good. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, and then night two, we've got um, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr. and Doki versus Tamatonga, Tangaloa and J- Jado. Um, Akada and Sho versus Minoru Suzuki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Um LIJ versus um, the United Empire. I keep forgetting their name again. 
Tanahashi, Toriyano, Hiroshi Tenzan, Rizuki Toguchi, and um, Master Watto versus basically the Bullet Club, JY, Evil, Kenta, Takahashi, Ishimori. Um, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, El Desperado defending against Yo. And in the main event, Will Ospreay defending the IWGP World Heavyweight title against our boy, Shingo Takagi. Come yes, on, Shingo. come on, Shingo. Um, <laughs> and the winner uh, of that will face Okada at um, Wrestling Grand Slam on the 29th of May. I, I want Shingo to beat him. But I also want Will Ospreay to retain so that Okada can just rain make him into oblivion. Once. Just, just once. once. Just the once. <laughs> I, I hope Aaron hears that. <laughs> I, I, I hope he's just sensed we've just said that. Just brought it up again. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, it would be pretty on brand if, like, Osprey with New Japan, if Osprey lost it in his first defense, then Shingo did, and then they've got you mm. guys. You can say, well, they're former world champions now. Um, which I think that's why they do it with the first reign. It's like, then they yeah. can just go, yeah, this guy's a former world champion. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Adds air of legitimacy to them. Mm. Uh, that so being like said, massive card though that does. Yeah, it, it's weird as well because Shingo and um, Shingo and Osprey both already have quite high-profile matches with a card this year. Mm-hmm. So for them to be going back to that so quickly is quite quite weird. Also, Shingo and Osprey was the final of the New Japan Cup. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And mm. they've had like a load of a load of matches. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Nice. Uh, moving away from Japan, uh, Ring of Honor's 500th episode will air Thursday, the 15th of April. It will be uh, it will be led in by a two-hour special on their Best on the Planet service featuring the top 10 matches on Ring of Honor TV. This will include Kings of Wrestling versus the World's Greatest Tag Team, the Young Bucks versus Red Dragon versus the Kingdom in a street fight, uh, and more including uh, Matt Hardy, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Cody. The 500 episode uh, itself will be main evented by Jay Briscoe versus Mark Briscoe and also feature Jonathan Gresham defending his Ring of Honor Pure Championship against Jay Lethal. Oh, yes, please. Oh, yes. Yes. I still need to see Jonathan Gresham's um, match from the 19th anniversary show. I bet it was insane. Really? Yeah, against Dak Draper. Um I'm probably going to try and watch that this afternoon, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like I'm watching any other wrestling today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if, for anyone who hasn't seen that Kings of Wrestling versus the World's Greatest Tag Team, um, so that's like literally the World's Greatest Tag Team from WWE, Sheldon Benjamin, Charlie Haas. Yes. Versus um, the Kings of Wrestling, one of my favourite tag teams of all time. Is it um, Cesaro and Chris Hero? Cesaro and Chris Hero, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's an absolute barn burner. Awesome. But also, anytime the Young Bucks and Red Dragon are in the ring together, you know it's going to be fucking good. So yeah, yeah. that street fight's probably banging as well. Sweet. That mm-hmm. sounds good, man. Might have to check that out. Yes, boy. They've got they've got loads of um, they've got loads of stuff on the their actual Ring of Honor YouTube channel. Like as far as free matches go, that's pretty cool. Okay, sweet. Lot, lots lots of old Kevin Owens matches. Yeah. Um, ring. Speaking of, on the topic of Ring of Honor. Um, the COO Joe Coff has said there have been discussions held about creating their own Hall of Fame for the 20th anniversary next year. Ah, cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. I'm I'm intrigued to see who they'd actually put in though, because obviously most like 
depends whether they can figure something out with like WWE for a lot of them because mm. AEW have got like a lot of their guys as well, yeah, or yeah. a lot of former guys. But then like you look at a lot of like the sort of the trailblazers, if you will, mm. in Ring of Honor, like Daniel Bryan was there, yeah, 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 Nigel McGuinness, AJ Styles, Smojo, yeah, um, obviously Punk as well. But yeah, whether yeah. he whether he be even interested, mm. um, at this point, so yeah. Like- it, quite cool if they did though like you say there's a lot of big names that potentially mm. could go in there interesting yeah I mean I mean, stranger things have happened they they were able to get um, Christian Cage inducted into the uh, Impact Hall of Fame when he was under WWE contract so yeah 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 the, the, there is and obviously Jericho was appearing on the WWE network today yeah. while doors, under contract to doors AW. creaking open that forbidden doors creaking open <laughs> yeah yeah, it is. Did you did you see my, uh, the uh, word association thing with Jericho? No. So it was like it was like quick fire questions, and the first thing was, "Who are your two favorite tag partners?" And he said, "Big Show and Sammy Guevara." <laughs> <laughs> Straight <laughs> off the bat, like here he goes. He isn't walking around. Pew, pew. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe. Um, I believe as well. I saw something where Tony Khan said he the reason he like kind of signed off on it is because. It was Stone Cold, and he trusts him to not like, yeah, yeah, basically yeah. try and do like a, a hatchet job on AEW while he's there. Yeah, oh, fair play. Yeah, yeah. Austin doesn't pull any punches. He'll fucking talk about no, it. No, exactly. He'll, he'll, be, <laughs> he'll, he'll call it by name of Vince. He'll be going redder and redder. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there the may even end up being an episode of this TV show all about it. Um, indeed. If you want to segue into that, yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks for that. Dark Side of the right, Ring well. Season 3 will air on May the 6th. The first six episodes will be a two-hour special on Brian Pillman, Nick Gage, Collision in Career, Grizzly Smith, Dynamite Kid, and The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I can't wait for that. Oh, I yes, can't boy. wait. Yes, boy. Uh, did, did they announce Dynamite Kid and Ultimate Warrior? Because they no. haven't announced all the episodes. No. They're new um, ones. So I knew... Pillman, Gage, Collision and Career, and I think Grizzly Smith. Grizzly Smith is Jake Roberts' dad, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's, so it's Jake Roberts and his family, because obviously his, um, Jake Roberts is a son, and his sister was Rock and Robin as well. Yeah, who was in WWE. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that'd be very interesting. I, it's weird. I wonder if like, I wonder if that they're going to really focus on Jake much in that, or if it's going to be his dad. I think it'll be his dad. I think it'll be his dad, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they could do one on its own about Jake, couldn't they? Well, or, or you could just go and watch The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, which yeah. is excellent. Or, or Beyond the Mat. Or, say, or Beyond <laughs> the Mat, which is pretty much centred around him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very intrigued about that Nick Cage one. Yeah, man. Um, especially with like how prominent he is in wrestling right now. and like, Yeah. He, do, he doesn't hide the fact either that he's like a convict. Um, no. <laughs> that he that he's done not time. shy, not he shy. Basically, made as part of his gimmick. Um, <laughs> also, um, at, at time of recording last night, uh, he got challenged by John Moxley to a death match. So we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see proper John Moxley. <laughs> proper death match, John Moxley. Um, I, I I'm intrigued about that. Did you see the pictures of John Moxley from Bloodsport as well? Yeah, I did. Ooh. Caked in his own blood. Wow. Fuck yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got TKO by Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett just stamping on his head. Fucking <laughs> hell. 
Wow. <laughs> and mo- moving on from blood sports and death matches, um, we'll go a bit more traditional to finish this one off. Um, Andrade and Nick Aldis have been heavily, heavily teasing on Twitter this week that um, they are going to be having a match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship somewhere down the line. Um, yes, please. Give it to me now. This will be a very good match. Yes. Um, also, it's quite fitting that the, the NWA World Heavyweight title's nickname is Sweet Charlotte. Um, <laughs> of course it is. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I hope that happens. I really do. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Andrade, he's been teasing and he's going to be showing up somewhere this weekend. Mm. And at the moment, nothing's actually happened. There's still one. There's still no, one show left. Still one show uh, left. Oh, well, one show. There's still uh, one day of shows left, rather, I should say, mm-hmm. today. Um, but yeah, very, very, very intrigued to see if that happens. I really hope it does as well. Cause, That'd be awesome. Oh, my Oh my, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, he's also been really teasing heavily that he's going to go to Japan though as well. And that, all of it, just give me all of it. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Sam was like, Sam was like a free agent travelling champion. Yeah, yeah. Show up in AEW, show up in Ring of Honor, show up in New Japan, NWA, do it all. Do it all. Right. Thanks, folks. That wraps things up for bumper, bumper news. Bumper bumper news for this week. WrestleMania week special. Uh, it's been a slog so far. We're about halfway through it. Looking forward to WrestleMania night one this evening. Um, at time of recording, it's this evening. Uh, join us for our watch long, which we'll be doing on Facebook and YouTube and possibly Twitch if I can get it working. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, but yeah, definitely Facebook and YouTube. Check us out on there. Um, Hit us up on our social media on uh, Twitter and Discord uh, at Untitled Rest Pod um, and on Twitch, as I mentioned, uh, Untitled Rest Pod as well. Um, we'll catch you next time. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast house the Untitled Wrestling Podcast house.